0: Time airwaves, the fine gentlemen at Mucker Media, at the forefront of media and FFRAC. Frack, we got that gas. The natural gas. Present to you, Mucker Radio. Two modern pirates taking on the biggest stories, making mincemeat out of politics and everything else under the sun. And here they are now, the six-foot ginger and his short companion, Jack Morris and Nicholas Coca.
1: Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is Tuesday, January 8th. 8.15, Eighth. Um, 8. you're listening to KBCP, 1560 AM. You heard it from the man. This is uh, Nick Coker and Jack Morris. I think we should just clear this up, you know, for anyone listening to this after this is coming out. If you, for some reason, are available from 8 a.m. to 9 and you want kind of a little taste of in front of your back, raw, kind of unfiltered, you could tune in. And then we're going to be kind of putting up the best of this every week along with in front of your back. And this is just me and Jack writing it out. Taking calls at 408-805-2871 and, um, you know, let it ride. So, I mean, we're coming back from a big break. Um, big break,
0: yeah. Almost three weeks.
1: Is oh, it almost three weeks? Yeah.
0: Started feeling like summer.
1: I mean, it really, it, it's summer but cold. That's what thats what I always call, call winter break. After the Thanksgiving break, we kind of stacked it up. That one got long. Then this one just felt super long. I almost forgot I had school. Tough wake up this morning. I don't know about you.
0: I've been waking up at like 7.30 for the past few days, so I was...
1: Oh, okay. Up. You were acclimated. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tough wake up. Uh, Would have liked something like this, you know, to, to, to listen to in the car. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we just got through the holidays. So I think, honestly, what's first is we got to catch up. Um, we did Christmas. We did Christmas. We did Christmas.
0: Um, we had an impromptu New Year's episode.
1: We did have an impromptu New Year's episode. That's funny. Yeah, we got kind of the whole gang together in um you know, in a car. Yeah. Um you know, the boys Pearson, uh you know, from, Mikey the, from the Two Angry Men, Mikey Wayne. Yeah. And I mean, basically we were rolling it like it was was an episode of uh of radio. But the big thing I want to talk about, Jack, is you you got an espresso maker. I did. I did. <laughs> I mean, this guy's making making espresso, and it's cool because it's not one of those, um, you know, big ones at Starbucks. It's no. a pod-based system. Yeah, you got milk. It's small. You got water. I was on Amazon the other day. I saw a little Amazon Basics. I'm obsessed with the Amazon Basics. I love the idea of it because it is what we want Moker to be. Amazon Basics is just generic versions of items for it. So you can buy like pens and oh. backpacks that are just Amazon brand mm. and they're, they're, they're really cheap. I don't know how they source any of the products, but it's cool. But it was an espresso shelf for your pods. That's so you've been cool. waking up every morning. Do you got tiny cups though?
0: No, I've been looking into getting those. So I just have to put it in like a regular mug. And, um, if I just do the espresso, it only fills it up. Maybe an inch. And well, it makes me a little sad, but after you had, you know, the frothed milk and everything, Make it so a latte or a cappuccino, it fills up a bit, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah.
1: I think if you get the little cups, you need to get little <laughs> ones with the Italian flag on it, and you know no, you're just sipping no. your little shot. No? No, not the Italian flag. Come on, this, that's their ballpark. It's not my style. That's true. That's the, la- that's the last thing you would do. Yeah So that's pretty cool. waking up to it to um,
0: I mean honestly, I'm not a big, just straight espresso sipping guy. It's better. It's bitter. I'm going to be straight. It's it bitter. It hits you hard. It gets you going. It's an acquired taste. And I acquire most tastes that you have to acquire to enjoy. So over time I might like it, but right now I don't like it. That makes enough sense. What are What's
1: your top three acquired tastes? I'm assuming coffee. Um,
0: sure. Uh, Turkish Delight. Turkish and Delight isn't good on first eating? Most people don't like it. What's the good. flavor profile? It's like semi-sweet. It's it's perfumey, kind of like a oh. r- rose-flavored. It's interesting. Um, Is it like Moji? Have you ever had Moji? Yeah, it's similar. It's like, like You jelly. eat like a block of Moji, yeah, but it's, it's perfumey. similar texture to Moji, but it's like f- rose and perfumey. Mm. It's interesting. plays a big part in C.S. Eliot. Yeah. And then after that, maybe... Um, uh, like Japanese food. Japanese food, like sushi, like anything.
1: No, yeah, sushi. and I were talking the other day if you're big on sushi. I went to this place. I well, was big on sushi. If you you were if you ate it, I yeah I love sushi. Why well, you eat anything? I know that. I didn't. You were ill. Jack also just by the way overcoming great bodily illness. We were Sam walking in here. Seventy two hours. Basically incapacitated,
0: staring at a wall, kind of in the cave, cavern yeah. type thing. You but know, he- the <laughs> curtains drawn, duct tape, all the sides to not let us to let as little light in as possible. You know. Total dead blind. It's the like whole, you had a concussion. The whole shebang. Yeah, just trying to. I was just vegetative, vampiric, <laughs> you could say, for three days.
1: When when I when I, when I called you, I could tell you were sick. Yeah, I was quick to the quick to the draw with that and then i thought oh well maybe that's almost good because you know both of us operate at pretty fast paces we've been doing it for a couple of months this is probably the first three days where you just haven't done anything sure in a very long time it was
0: also good because i just purged all the toxins from my body for the year yeah so i'll be okay now
1: yeah yeah, you're good cool. uh i mean i don't i don't know where i was going with the sickness I just see that it allowed
0: me to see the world in a different light.
1: I was going to say, did you did it grant you some perspective? You hear a lot about <laughs> the sort of people going in one direction, like a Saint Ignatius type deal where he's stuck in his bed. You didn't read Lives of the Saints
0: uh, in no, the I Bible. Didn't. I I, did, I wasn't really in a state to be reading, but what it, you know, my mind was okay. I could think clearly. Thinking about the world from, dare I say, a pitch black prison cell. Changes your perspective. Yeah. Okay. I'm a I'm a changed man after that. Really. I'm gonna say it, yeah. Three days. <laughs> I went into the cave <laughs> with a headache. What did you and learn I emerged as changed
1: man? I emerged as changed man. What did you, you learn? Later. What did you learn about yourself in your cave?
0: I'm gonna write a pamphlet about that. Ooh. God, if you my time in the cave. If you it's called my time in the
1: cave. You can find it on uh, mocher.media, slash pamph, uh, P-A-M-P-H. If you're doing a cult, Jack, I'm all in. Unless it's going to be one of those weird haircut cults. No. You're not going to make me shave my head? No. Okay, I'm in. I'll wear funny clothes. I'll do whatever. I don't like the haircut cults. There's going to be a lot of babes in the cult.
0: Yeah, I don't know how how I would get them, though.
1: You use your, chari- you know, your Manson-esque charisma to recruit I just, I them. <laughs> I guess. Without drugs. Uh, I or re- any coercion. I remember where I was going right, when I called you with the sushi. I you didn't, didn't ha- talk to me about sushi. I didn't talk to you about it, but I asked you about it, and then it reminded me. The you didn't other ask night,
0: me about sushi.
1: No, I asked you if you ate oh, sushi. like five minutes ago, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, we got totally okay. off track with the cult talk okay. and your sickness. I didn't know where I wanted to go. Casey did his stuff where he always ate before he got to my house, and I, you know I like going to get food, right? I like the experience of sitting down. And you weren't available, which was unfortunate. So I'm like, where am I going to go? And then I said, Casey, you decide where I go. And I knew that that wasn't going to get me anywhere. Yeah. So eventually, he we're driving, driving, and he says sushi. I'm like, and nice I said, yeah. He's like, that might be a bit expensive. I'm like, oh, screw it. I I went to Sushi Infinity.
0: Is that the buffet?
1: It wasn't a buffet, but I don't know. Okay, more questions after doing it than I had before. So on the Alameda, there's this place called Sushi Infinity. I drive by it. I'm always like, what the heck is this place about, right? Mm-hmm. Infinite sushi? Sounds kind of scary. You don't need infinite sushi. I get in. It's, it's more scary. Door's locked. The guy opens it. He's like, well, actually, we closed at 930. It was about 9. I'm like, your website said you closed at 10. He's like, whatever. We'll stay here. Bad sign. Yeah. You don't want to be where you're making yeah. the wait, one you have to tip because you're making the wait the restaurant wait staff to to stay, but then they're just hanging over your table waiting for you to finish. So I knew that this was going to be bad, but I couldn't bail cuz I wanted sushi and every other place was going to be closed. So I sit down, Then I'm stunned. They've got everything. And this place is like not very clean, which which adds to this. They have everything. They've got you know the squid. They've got yeah. unami, you know the eel. They've got all the, like, the sea urchin stuff. So I'm imagining that it's all frozen.
0: Yeah. And I
1: like the um, – the is it anami? The, the raw – Sashimi? Nigiri. S- hmm. Sashimi and nigiri. I like that. Yeah. But then I'm like scared to order it. So I end up doing this whole lunch thing, get a ton of sushi. It made I, – I feel like I almost ended up like you out of this. Like it was going to give me food poisoning. Like it was terrifying. Not a good experience. So I'm I'm afraid to say like don't go to Sushi Infinity but like it was not my shtick. It was not I like good sushi. This was not good raw fish. The cut was weird, it still had like some skin on it. It was it was bizarre. So that yeah. was sushi infinity.
0: No. I just go to like Yuki or Cha Cha. Cha Cha? Yeah. Where's that? Um down capital.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Jack, you have fifteen seconds. Name a famous person with three names.
0: Martin Van Buren.
1: That was pretty good. Uh, name a country that ends in E.
0: No. How? How could I not do that?
1: It's It's bizarre. I was Greece. There you go. I was impressed by how fast you did the three names one. When I was thinking about that, when I sat for a, a, with a while, I ended up with Daniel Day-Lewis. I also was thinking David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth is a good one. Got David Lee Roth. I was talking to my dad. 2006, at the San Jose Grand Prix, we saw David Lee Roth. We found the video on YouTube. Basically, no one was there. <laughs> it was sad. And then you just got this guy, small stage. And I mean, think about it. He was on top, that guy. Yeah. It was at the San Jose Grand Prix. San Jose Grand Prix, awesome event when it happened. It was in this whatever racing league. It went bankrupt. I think it merged with um, IndyCar, Mm -hmm. but they did it through downtown San Jose.
0: What was that concert that was here like two nights ago? There was a whole concert series for the college football playoff
1: at um, Mystic Park or Magic Park.
0: And that's weird. I had no idea that was happening. It was
1: logic. That's something I wanted to talk about. Did you see the video out of that? Of the two guys here? Of the two guys Next. who sit in this very stage, somehow Next. made it on stage. That You've got oh Dirty God. Whale, Joe Sandoval, and Pearson Trent somehow got on stage at this event. P- Joe Sandoval stole the show.
0: I could not believe my eyes very when quick. I saw him shirtless, you know, dancing around. When I showed
1: showed that video, rips off his shirt and starts doing the worm on a stage of screaming people that Logic took after him. I think it was Logic that night. That's crazy. And Pearson did the worm, too. Pearson did the worm, too? Yeah. Was it a worm contest, do you think?
0: No. Maybe.
1: That's something I want to get down. If I get down the worm, I was thinking about it. If you can hit the right time at a wedding, you hit the dance floor, and you do the worm... Lights out. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. You'd be able to do it too because you're the six-foot ginger. So it would be baffling if you just go down and you do the freaking worm. I think part of the worm is, especially if you're just a fat guy, right? It's awesome because you're defying the laws. You look like um, one of those sea lion type things that we've never seen. Well, that oh, we I've saw, and I got a... Um, oh, I've seen them. And, and I got a detention at the field trip. Well, for they support. like
0: to sit uh, in San Francisco on those little, like, yeah. wooden things. We went
1: to the Año Nuevo place. Yeah. Uh, now we're going to hit uh, a segment. I don't have a theme song for this yet, so I guess we'll just do them right now.
0: I'll
1: figure out how to do that. Um, moral Dilemmas. I think we need to hit sort of uh, a, okay. we just finished our whole ethics class type thing. I think we need to take a look at our ethics. Early on in break, I was out on one of my walks, you know, walking the dogs through the neighborhood. I took a mammoth walk yesterday in Las Moscatos on the Creek Trail. Saw Chris Zasweta on his mountain bike. It was awesome. On the Creek Trail?
0: He was mountain biking? Yeah. It's odd.
1: I think he's a big biker.
0: I had a couple good mountain bike rides over the break.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did the do the one in Almaden. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm do got off track about athletic or exercise. I'm out on my walk. I'm not too far from my house, and I see a driveway. It's got four dollar bills on it. No car in sight. No people in sight. And I thought, should I pick this up? And I did, because there was no sort of identification around it, and it was $4, right? So I thought, oh, okay. I don't know what denomination of bill I would have left, but then it gets to a point where if anyone else walked by, I'm assuming, oh, they would take it too, right? Or 20. It's going to be gone. Um, it's not going to be there for the person.
0: I say you split the difference and take two. Wow. See, that's why I wanted to
1: talk to you about this. That's because, a take. I like the 50% yeah. concept.
0: You know, whoever left it there, left it there. It's finders, keepers, losers, weepers. We all know that. But be a nice guy. But if it's on their property, you know, technically you can't take it. But you got to take some just to teach them a lesson. But you, you don't want to take all to just screw them. It's not, you're not being,
1: it's yeah. no greed. So you take half. I love that idea. So if I'm walking, I find a 20. I <laughs> drop a 10. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> they come back, they're like I left it. Tw- oh shoot, it's a ten. <laughs> that that would teach a lesson. I love that. Or this one I leave it to. Yeah. That's I love that. I, I really was thinking about this though. At what point is it too much to take any? Right? Well, I think after a certain point it just becomes drug money. That's what I was thinking about. This is my second question was there's a dollar amount out there. I don't know if you have 10000 in cash at the airport, you have to declare it. Yeah. They have to figure it out. You have to have a reason. There's definitely a dollar amount where instead of trying to find the person, you probably call the police or something. Is it 10 or is it
0: like 50? Thousand, thousands of dollars?
1: Yeah. Because there's only, you're right, there's only people out there like that unless they're like trying to get their daughter back from, you know, like hostage takers, it's only a small. There's only like maybe a hundred rappers who or have fifty thousand dollars in cash. Yeah, and they just walk around with all their cash because that's what they do. Everything else is nefarious.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything else is nefarious. So I think what dollar amount is it? Ten.
0: I'm still sketched. If there's less, if there's nine thousand dollars just in cash lined around, yeah, fair. If there's if you find ninety hundred dollar bills just lying around, that's that's not well, like. When okay. I'm thinking
1: about it now, it could be someone who's very maybe does like a uh, 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 poor you know like someone who doesn't have that much money. That could be all the money they have, and they're off of the radar, and they're not paying taxes on it. But that's all their money, and maybe they screwed up. Maybe they have all their net worth in cash because a lot of people don't have bank accounts, especially the poor. Yeah. So maybe maybe that could be it. But then it's like you go to the police and there's no issue with it. You can find the person.
0: Well, if that's their whole net worth, then they're not leaving it around. I'd, you'd hope not. Yeah.
1: God, we were driving. I was driving with my dad. We were going down the street and we found a bag with about uh, $1,500 in cash. No, you didn't. No, we did. And checks and um. some identification. And we ended up calling the woman and my dad asked all these questions to ensure that it was her, etc., She ended up coming, and then we realized that it was the cleaning person down the street that does one of the people's houses. So she must have had it in the bag, and it fell out of the car or something like that. So that was like all of them. And she was like, oh, my God, I had to pay my employees, like a whole thing. And my dad was like, okay, I'll give this back to you. And she was like, you need money. I'm like, no, we don't. You know, take your money. But, you know, be careful with it. Mm -hmm. That That was baffling. Everyone seems to have some sort of story about finding money. Did you ever find money and it was your lucky day? If you ever found an yeah. amount of money? Yeah? I found an old, old wallet of mine, and I was going Ooh. through it, and I found a 50. That's a great feeling. Yeah. Because that's like, it's almost like, I mean, it's basically not like you'd be making that much more interest in a bank, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that was sitting in B of A, it would still be 50 bucks, basically. So and it's like, like you find that, a it's a nice little sense. saving.
0: Um. Also... When we did our St. Oh, Chris time capsules and I put, like, 20 bucks in. Oh. That was sweet. That that was sweet. Yeah. Um,
1: I've got a story about uh, – this happened maybe a week ago, but I thought it was funny enough to tell you about it. There, uh, A man in China addicted to smelling his dirty socks shockingly got a fungal infection in his lungs. So there was <laughs> – there was this Chinese guy, and I think he had like a blog or an Instagram account where he would just sniff his socks. Like it was this guy's thing. It wasn't like random guy. It wasn't. It wasn't like my strange addictions. I don't know if they have that in China, but it was like
0: I think they have that in China.
1: Yeah, they they have strange addictions. Yeah. It's like you know they have America's. They have like Albania's got talent. They've got my strange addiction because there's people. There's strange addicts in every country. Yeah, when
0: you have like 1.3 billion people, yeah, odds are. Yeah. You've got, you got someone so who eats mattresses. Yeah,
1: I I, <laughs> I agree. So this dude publicized his his thing. Okay. The idea of a fungal infection in your lungs sounds atrocious. Yeah, because... The idea of a fungal infection in general... Like, if I just got, like, a staph inf- <laughs> infection right now, that would be one of the worst possible things that could happen to me, right? Or, like, tapeworm. Like, if I had so, something
0: bad... Does this mean there's, like... Mushroom type things growing in his lungs. Yeah, like in his, uh, what are they called,
1: Bronchioli
0: or whatever? Diaphragm.
1: Inside your lungs is the little nubs, right? I that's terrifying.
0: It's kind of sick. That's, that's, that's kind of sick. That's like <laughs> like good. That's sick? how that's how s- that's how someone gets superpowers. <laughs> that's
1: the angle that I did not think about. But you're you totally right. It,
0: Spider Man got bit by a frickin' spider and now he's Spider Man. This guy gets gets fungi in his lungs, now he's mushroom man. What is he, what's a superpower now? See that's what I'm
1: thinking about, yeah. right? Because yeah. I agree. If you really think about it, even the villains, it's like Harvey Dent, right, falls into the yeah. vat, then he becomes two faced. Yeah. It's always a bad painful yeah. thing. Spider Man, it was probably a bad day when he, like, ow, oh, this hurts, and then his whole body gets all weird. This dude sniffs his socks, so it has to relate to that. I think it's, um, he's really good at sniffing out bad smells. So like pheromones. It's just the worst power. <laughs> well, I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe pheromones cuz you you know how they say our body communicates with these things we can't smell like that's how you get the ladies. It's like the stuff that your body puts off and dogs sure. can smell them. You no, put but, out these pheromones. But he can only smell bad stuff. No, I'm thinking he can read pheromones. So from your from your body smell, maybe even your feet, he knows exactly what you're thinking.
0: He just has the smelling intuition of a, of a bloodhound yeah
1: yeah exactly he's like a bloodhound
0: maybe yeah it's the chinese much.
1: police use him to yeah you know find you know sniff cars and then find, find the kidnapped drugs. kids i was ta- <laughs> i was telling you the other day bloodhound knows this is the only animal evidence uh like uh like as legal evidence in court german shepherds too I thought it was just bloodhounds.
0: Well, German Shepherds gives cops probable cause in the state of Utah to search a vehicle if they alert to uh, an odor of narcotics. God, we've been watching too much live
1: PD, huh? <laughs> God, those are the best nights when you, you tuck in. You see sticks come on. sticks comes on. <laughs> sticks has basically edged out the other guy.
0: Yeah. Maybe I'd a little l- Mike Reck bomb in the mix. Oh, yeah.
1: I'd love to be in the control room in manhattan for that you know how they have all the people on the screens i don't know if any of you guys watch live pd but it's crazy it's a great show to watch on a weekend you get home if you're not up to anything i just sit on the couch i go late with live pd i'll i'll be watching live pd until i'm like my eyes are shutting and i'm opening them because sometimes you can't look away because they're smart it'll be like this traffic stop that you know is going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to something else exciting and then they cut to a commercial and then you have to see the end of the traffic stop. Yeah. They ne- there's never, even when the episode ends and goes into a new one, they'll carry on from the previous one. There's no good ending place with live PD. <laughs> it's must watch. No, it's literally must watch. It, the only way to save yourself from watching two hours of it is not turning it on at all.
0: It's god Also the, the clips, like the 3-minute clips on YouTube. If you watch one, you watch 100. Yeah. You can't like I I I saw one on YouTube one day totally fell in a rabbit hole. Um <laughs> It's easy it's to crazy. go down too. Yeah. Anyway, um so we
1: stopped at Sonic and Gilroy again. Mhm. Pretty suitable lunch, but at Burger, I got a three layer grilled cheese. Yes. That was pretty good. We played a little game, almost like so, by the way, that 15 seconds game, that's called Under the Gun. I've got a ton of them written, and I've, I think I'm just going to do it to you at random times during this show.
0: Today? Any day. I like them. I think it's fun. fun yeah.
1: Um, anyway, uh,. So we were almost doing an under the gun thing where they were naming NFL teams and I was naming the stadiums and their sponsors. That's a great game. You ever run into us? Name an NFL team. I think I could probably name their stadium. Right?
0: Can't confirm. Most of them. Most of them.
1: I uh, maybe we'll miss like four, and they're usually like Raymond James Stadium or something like that. Uh. I'm still just shocked by Joe and Pearson. I think we're gonna have to get them to call in tomorrow to in front of your back to talk about how that happened. Yeah, how they get? Ha- I don't even. I can't even think about it. Uh, okay. I'll talk to them today. Perfect. Um, I found a video the other day, resurfaced video from many years ago. Drake was playing like a small show, and he brought this girl really? on the stage. <laughs> 17 you see year that? Old girl, yeah, seventeen-year-old girl. So he like kisses her. And she walks away, and then she tells him that he's she's underage. and then he, he proceeds to get behind her and grope her and kiss her again. I don't know what you do with that, but that was baffling. Is that video making the rounds? I think so. I, what do you even say to that?
0: Well, it's... I don't feel bad for the guy. What are you doing, you know? Like...
1: Oh, I don't... I wouldn't feel bad for Drake at all. No. Well, the passable video... Like... There's like some stuff where you're making jokes. This was just he just was acting creepy. Yeah, obviously it was early in his career where he wasn't with the the people he is with now. But because now he could do whatever he wants, right? I guess pretty much. I guess then it was adjustment to fame.
0: Maybe could be. Yeah, that was bad. Um, I got pepper sprayed over break. Yes, you did. By yourself?
1: By myself, for science. We wanted to see... I wanted to see how it would affect me. I didn't think it would be that bad. Uh, what, are you going to pull the audio up? I think so. It was awful. Um,
0: one of the worst experiences of my life, because I, I don't really have audio of you, like, screaming for milk and water. It was... Uh, I started filming after that. It was... Um, The pain didn't. I
1: sprayed it twice, pretty much on my eyes. Um, My eyes were shut, though. Let's see if we can get some audio. My eyes were shut, because supposedly if you don't, then that's like damage. But I did. Um,
0: How many listeners do we have? have it. Turn it on. We still have four.
1: Hand it to me. So at this point, Jack capitalized on the opportunity to spray me directly in the face with like a pretty the, powerful yeah. hose. That was fun. Now he handed me the hose.
0: And then I got to pour milk on your face, too. Just spraying it. What I was going to do was put it in a bowl and just have you put your face in it.
1: Ooh, but, that would have been... But then I feel like it would have made a soup of pepper spray <laughs> and... We made you
0: know. another bowl. Yeah, I just put it in a cup and poured it all over your face. Milk
1: time. <laughs> I mean, it was basically eyes shut, no chance of opening for a long time. It was about an hour. About an hour. Yeah. And then eventually I was just sitting in the shower, kind of making jokes with Jack, dunking my head out, putting it back in. It was brutal. And Anthony and Benjamin were scared. And then they were just, like, fine with it. Like, the the, the time frame of Anthony being, like, scared to not caring at all in the world what happened to me was unfortunately quick
0: <laughs> I at mean, least he scared who was scared at one point
1: yeah at least he felt some pity for me he's not a sociopath
0: um, Jack caught the skiing bug um, it was fun it wasn't amazingly fun but it was fun yeah so Jack went but out he... skiing for the first time in a while We we,
1: we both went out um, it, it was a learning curve But he got to a good spot with it Good day on the slopes Yeah That was awesome what you just did with your eyeballs there It's because it hurts to
0: look to the corners of my vision Really? Yeah Your eyes are itchy or something? No it's just when I look to the sides my eyes hurt. It's just a common cold Oh okay I was going
1: to say you don't have like astigmatism God getting you in glasses would be just something else
0: I wouldn't like that.
1: I think I would like that.
0: Why? Because it would emasculate me?
1: No, I think you'd have to change your voice to be a little more, like, uh, pretentious. Yeah, probably. Precocious. Pro- yeah, probably. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. What was your best eat of the break?
0: <sighs> That's a tough one. Um... Christmas dinner I cooked a prime rib You did it I did Well yeah I did Did you cut it? No Was that a big
1: man of the house type thing? Yeah I
0: I think my dad cut it Was that a big man of the
1: house type thing When you brought that out And everyone's like Jack Like you know You got like a props to the chef type thing That was was probably pretty nice
0: You know roasted it over like three hours Oh yeah the real deal Yeah that was pretty good Um, Sonic was good. Sonic was good. I ordered, I ordered something, but they, I ordered the a la carte, but they gave me the meal instead. Um, so that was one, that was like a Christmas in and of itself. That was a
1: Christmas miracle. Yeah. That was a, that was, that was two days after Christmas miracle. Yeah. We had that kind of happen when we went to A&W. I can't say I endorse a okay. w but they, we went in right when they were closing. Same sort of deal. I felt like they maybe spat in the food, but they got the fryer going. They gave us like a bunch of what's the little uh biscuit, Chicken Littles. Chicken Littles. We got a yeah. bunch of these Chicken Littles. Casey ate one. Even Casey was eating. Hey, we all ate it. Casey. That was third KFC. chicken
0: sandwich of the day.
1: That's right. He was saying third chicken sandwich. And then I said that's a half. I didn't want to give it full chicken sandwich Two status. Two and a half. Two and a half chicken sandos on the deck. Jack, you have fifteen seconds. Name a famous Megan. Megan
0: Kelly, Fox think- News anchor. I'm thinking M-A-G-A...
1: That was good. I think you're good at remaining calm, cool, and collected under these things.
0: Some people, I think, would, would just would just
1: freeze up. Yeah,
0: or freak out. Yeah. I mean, you're three and zero. Are we gonna count the grease one?
1: Oh yeah, you didn't hit
0: that one. I got that one like four seconds late. So <laughs> two and one, <laughs> two and one. I think if you, I think you should be able to pull this stuff on me too.
1: the The other thing I was thinking about, and I don't, this doesn't need to get edgy. I don't need to use particular words with this, but I was thinking about, um, the sort of uh, adult website type things whenever it's an ad like a woman three miles away or something like that, you know what I'm talking about? No. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) You know, whatever. Or it's like fake messages or if it's even a product. Okay. Do you think that there's ever been a way to actually get to the product? Do you think you could ever get to a view where you find women three miles away? No. Do you think anyone actively tries to go on it, they give their credit card, they pay for it, you get to this crazy command center view and there's like 100 women in San Jose and you just get the pick of the litter because you got through. No. I think, I would imagine your phone just shuts off and is bricked. Yeah. And your whole credit card, you know, you, you end up wiring money to Honduras or something and everything's done. I feel like if you ever finish one of those ads
0: maybe we need to get a junk uh, Visa gift card and a old iPod. And yeah.
1: Like see if I I, I kind of want to do I kind of want to see how far you could get with it, or even like one of those games. What games? Sometimes just see the ads for those games, and they always just look grotesque. Like it'll be like <laughs> yeah. a, it'll be like a green man and a bunny woman, yeah. and I mean everything's disproportionate. That always scares me. I never understood that. I wonder if you could ever play one of those games. I bet you could. Yeah? Yeah. Do you think that's going to take over? Well, see, I I don't think VR is going to become a thing for a very long time. (laughs) Except from people who want to do that stuff. Yeah, probably. And I wouldn't say I'm in that camp. I, I like the idea of a burner phone seeing how far we could get with it <laughs> type thing for science. For science? <laughs> to advance human knowledge? Well, I was just thinking about it. Like, I wonder... Obviously, you and I are jaded. We look at it and we go, oh, that's just not real. Yeah. I wonder if there's a person who exists who's like, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> and they go on, and there's be ten pop-ups, and then uh, closing out of shit, stuff, and... um Eventually, they just get to this website, and someone, you know, single moms or something, come over.
0: That's crazy. How how much? How expensive do you think it is to take out an ad on that website? That's what I want to know too. It's like, how does it? If I've got
1: a company that sells something, how do I know that when I'm putting my thing? Into this, Google, like, because when you go to those websites, they're all targeted, right? They're all like that. How do I know that, like, my um, flower pot company isn't going to end up on, you know, underneath a video on a website? <laughs> What's the screening like? I don't know too much about internet ads to say that there's, like, safeguards in place.
0: I don't think there are. <laughs> Actually, no, I think there is about around surrounding those types of websites. Yeah. I don't think your average ad is going to make it on there.
1: What my my second thought is, if it's not, maybe it's money laundering. But what's the purpose of those ads? If it doesn't exist at all, is it just to get? Is it just a direct scam to get your credit card, or is it like you're going to end up getting somewhere else along the
0: way? Like what is the end? No, it's it's the credit card. You think? Yeah. So why there has to be a couple guys that that just do it sometimes?
1: Yeah. There must, there must be, it must be profitable. Yeah. And then it's almost a genius scam because no one wants to call their credit card company and say like, oh, I gave my credit card to this website and uh, they didn't deliver, you know, like Mm. no one's going to do that. That's actually pretty smart. If you do that, no one's complaining about that because that'd be the most shameful type thing to, to call, you know. You're you're talking to someone in like an Indian call center, and you're like, yeah, I download it. You know, that's awful. That's pretty intelligent. The big sites that exist, I'm assuming they make a like they do well, right?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Why are they still running ads like that? I guess companies are probably afraid to be edgy enough to put their website, but like they get a ton of traffic. If it Mm -hmm. was like advertising for, like, Steam or something. <laughs> if you go into those websites, it's, like, actual video games and, like, just stuff primed for demographics. I feel like that could be, like, good advertising. And every, the first company that does it, like, if, um... I don't know. What's, like, a company that I we don't use that we could just start using? But the first company that does it, I would have mad respect for them. I don't know. I think if we ever do a, st- I think that's actually the next step. Moker Media advertising on adult websites. I tried to set up an account on one of them because I wanted to post an exclusive video on one of it, on one of them. Like just a regular, like just a t- regular video from us.
0: I wouldn't be comfortable with that. <laughs> Could you imagine that though? Did I think you do they that? do that?
1: What did you do it? I didn't, uh, it turns out they, they, there's actually some safeguards in place. I think a lot of people use the big one to like leak movies and stuff, which is kind of mm. funny.
0: It's just a weird concept. If you look at it like it's YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> just without any censors. you can't monetize that content. Isn't that what everyone freaks out about? Yeah. You can't swear anymore. That's get- baffling.
1: Casey was telling about us. You just mm-hmm. can't swear on YouTube.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: That's crazy.
0: What does a company care if they're sponsoring someone who says a bad word?
1: I don't even know. I was watching one, I think commercials have stopped being funny, and I think they've gotten funny again. Or maybe it's just during big football games. But I've noticed the Geico running the old ads. Hilarious. Yeah. Have you been seeing those? Yeah. There's this one for Carl's Jr. where it gets all meta and they're like, you know, close up of hamburger, or anti-gravity ingredients, whatever. And then it's just like, bleep! And it's like the guy clearly says the S word. Mm-hmm. That's like b- crazy obscene for television. Like when you yeah. really break that down, that's crazy. Like these ads are getting so edgy. I think no one cares anymore. Network television, they could swear all they want. It's like... Um, it's like uh, they just decide not to, tech. Tank.
0: Mm.
1: Like, you could just do it. It's not just HBO anymore. HBO. Because they were, you know, they were the edgy TV. Anyone could be edgy on TV. I'm sure you could watch a show on NBC in the evening where they say, like, a bad word. I think so. Or ABC, I don't know. Sure. So why is it that there is a disconnect between that and YouTube, which is all little kids who have foul mouths anyway? Maybe they're just realizing that, like moms are gonna let their children watch it more but then it's not like a fun platform if you can't do whatever you want with it that's true
0: because that was its whole premise
1: there's also probably just so many people on youtube that it's hard to disperse that ad revenue like you know it makes sense that even the guys would be like oh pewdiepie is making like 40 million a year or something like that like I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's right. I remember, like, Benjamin or Anthony saying, like, PDP made $6 billion last year when they were, like, little. Um, $6 billion. <laughs>
0: Great statement.
1: But you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe maybe they just didn't have the money. Or maybe Google just wants to make more money. I don't know.
0: Google's a greedy, overinflated giant.
1: Well, they just make money selling your information. I don't like that. Amazon's starting to suss me out, especially the Bezos robot dog.
0: He has a robot dog. Yeah, I don't like that.
1: It's 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 like a robot dog too, though. It's <laughs> I don't like that. It's it no, it's weird. I mean, the whole idea of making that like one man, even like even a Musk, even a even a Bezos, at, the, at that point, it's like you are just getting to the point, and I guess it's kind of even the nature of capitalism where it's just like you just want more, right? It's like, obviously, it's more money than he'll need in a lifetime. Yeah. He doesn't really care. And then still, it's like, got to get more into this pile. Like, it's purely irrational. And he's like, okay, I'm going to get back to humanity by going to space or something like that. You know, like, which is cool. I think we should go back to space. It cost a bunch of money when we did it the first time. Going through my whole Mad Men thing, they did the moon landing recently in within the realm of the show. And there was a kind of a cool thing where they were all very worried about them not making it, which is a cool lens, right? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, these characters, so you believe them. If it was like, if you're, if someone, maybe your grandparents are like, Oh yeah, we didn't know if we were going to make it. It's like, okay, you can't picture that, but it was cool to picture that this, Oh, I don't know if they're dude, they might not make it on the moon. Everyone's watching this live. Maybe they crash when they're going down or something. And then they're like, Oh, if we do this, this business is going to be shut down for like a year because America would have been reeling if we didn't make the moon. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, I think the uncertainty, you know, we talk about the must-watch TV type event. The uncertainty of us being on the, this other, doing Mars or doing the moon again. I think we all need that. We need it. We need that. Yeah. We. Everyone needs to think about this weird perspective where, that only very few people have had where you're on this other hunk of rock because we're only on this one ever for our whole lives. You're on this other one and you're looking at this. Oh, it's just this big or small round thing. Everyone lives on the same one. That that first picture of Earth from space, the blue blue marble one or whatever, What's that one called? I don't.
0: I think it's called the
1: it, famous photo. You know, it was on the cover of all the magazines when it happened to stuff. The first time everyone saw that, even the first time I saw that, I think, even though you know that we could do that, that's a very powerful image, right? The whole thing. What calls you to space? Is it because we're wrecking this one or Um, the further? The final frontier. Yeah. And Alaska. And uh, yeah, (laughs) we've discussed this before. (laughs) Um, I guess so. It's, it's a cool concept to think.
0: And also just the thought of leaving everything we've ever known.
1: Yeah. The idea of detachment and yeah. you're one of maybe the only guy or the only guy or one of three to see something that literally no one ever has and no one ever will out of their own eyes. And then you're going back. You have to go on this vast journey. And you're the first guy seeing this stuff ever. Mm-hmm. That's that's amazing. It's big-time stuff. Space is kind of the only spot. Because on Earth, it's like, okay, we've done Everest for years, right? It's like there's not that much unexplored. We've
0: been mining for years. Yeah,
1: we've been down in it. We've been up in it. We've been... Everyone flies in this, these things. It's not space. This infinite vastness.
0: You can't conquer space.
1: No. But you could easily be conquered by space. It reminds <laughs> you that we're finite, right? It reminds you that it's all very fragile. And yeah. if we do Mars, it's just like the moon. The stuff that they bring mm. to Earth in terms of technology development yeah. will be immense.
0: Um, well, Well. this has been the first episode of Mocha Radio. Hope you enjoyed your drive to school today. Or work.
1: Yeah, or if you're listening to this on uh, in front of your back, we have big mocha moves coming. We can't really talk about that very much. Um, but it's uh, 9.05. You're listening to 1650 AM, KBCP, The Bell. Uh, mocha Radio. See you next week. Watch me. sails to steam In your belly you hold the treasures you have ever
0: seen Most of them dream Most of them dream
1: Yes I am a pirate Two hundred years too late The cannons don't thunder there's nothing to plunder I'm an over forty victim of fate driving to